Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily, the best of this afternoon's show. Um, Andy, what do do we like today? Well, I I enjoyed having a chat with Tom Whipple about the World Sauna Championships. That was was good, wasn't it, I think? It was. was Again, it had its dark moments, but uh, not as dark as the Moose's Quiz. (laughs) No, definitely not. As you'll discover, yeah. Uh, the this quiz, or you'll hear. Yeah, it was fine. It was all going for, and suddenly throws us a curveball. You'll hear it. Uh, the road trip uh, was day one in Moscow. Uh, Steve Barnes, oh, it's getting very exciting. Striker, yeah. I'm really yeah. enjoying it. And a new comedian for us, Jake Lambert, and uh, I enjoyed speaking to him. He was good, yeah. So uh, here it all is. We hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone, and good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul, and uh, news of Sean Dyche in the Daily Star today. Oh, yeah. He was left devastated, apparently, when his phone, uh, new phone, wiped out his best Candy Crush score. His old phone had the Candy Crush score on there. He got the new phone. It was all lost. But typical of Sean, he's regrouped and gone back to basics. So it's all right now. Is this, this, you're not making this up, is this true? Is it really? What would be the point of that? Well, I know, I know, but it does seem very odd. I just don't see Sean there on his phone playing Candy Crush that often. There we are. Do you? Yeah, Yeah, I can see it now. It's backwards, of course, as you show it to me on on the house party. But uh, one of his players, I've got news of one of his players, uh, actually, who's come up... uh, yeah, Goodmanson has got a quiz. It's a um, it's a board game that he came up with with a mate in uh, Iceland. It's called Bent e Mark, uh, which means straight on goal. A football oh, okay. quiz that uh, helps you while away the hours during lockdown. Yeah, him and his mate That's uh, good. just got together. His mate runs a football website, and they've got their own board game. So um, mm. I thought maybe we should have a bit of a talk sport board game. And I thought Alan Brazil's pub crawl. Would be a decent board game. That would be, be a good. bit snakes and laddersy. It would be, you know, yeah. Alan's, Alan's popped into the grapes, but Ray Parler's there. Yeah, lose two hours. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> Suddenly, Mr. Parry rocks up. Go back five squares. It would be. Yeah, the, the, all three of them get thrown out of um, Waitrose in Docklands for doing their weekly shop with a big glass of Malbec in their hand. Move back ten squares. Oh, he's a winner. We'll get it. We'll get it. Big off the win. Ground. Big win at che- big win at Cheltenham. Going up. That's, so, you know, yeah, you, of course. You could that's be able to go get, up as well. That's how you complete the game. Talking. Yeah. 
Talking of games, there's a new video game. Uh, basically, uh, lets the faithful religious people be the Pope for the day. As they can see wow. by a group of Polish video game makers, Pope Simulator is a first game person game that allows people to uh, basically affect the fate of the world's 1.2 billion Catholics. So I don't know if it's called wow. Higher Call of Duty, but that's what oh, I Oh, that's very them. good. I mean, you could maybe get Paul Trevelyan <laughs> together with uh, maybe one of the Cardinals and do You Are the Pope. Now that would just get draw that. That'd be fantastic for the for the church times, and you could have good, something yeah. like a, a pigeon on a Sunday morning when you're doing your address to the throng. A pigeon lands uh, on your head because I've often wondered because you often see the or a dove, and you say, "What That's do a you good do? Point, do you a do you yeah. sort of brush it away, or give it a whack, <laughs> or do you just or b do you leave it there? So you are the pontiff. That'd be uh, that'd be yeah. Cool, that's one for uh, what's his name and uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, what was the? Oh, I was about to move on to something that was. The, oh yeah, West Brom. They, a lot of a lot of hospitals, a lot yeah. of clubs have uh, have helped. Uh, the well, NHS a lot of clubs are becoming hospitals. Yeah, that's, that's true. basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, West Brom have become a maternity hospital. One of their wow. one of their stands. But can you imagine if you're like a Wolves supporting fan and your well, wife's about to give birth. You'd say, I'm sorry, can you not take her somewhere else? Get back in the car, love. I don't it's care. True. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, people get like that over football, don't they? That's a, that's a very do. good point. You know, that horrible thing of like, well, not horrible, obviously. It's a wonderful thing, Childbirth. But I'm just saying that moment when you say, oh, you know, tell them where, you know, it's a massive Wolves fan. Tell them where you were born. I was born at the Hawthorns. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You'd never shake it off, would you? It wouldn't be ideal. No. And if all, Les Holt, he writes to the Sun on many, many occasions. He's a serial letter writer, Les, yeah. and he's from Manchester. And, you know, he's usually writing about things, you know, he's concerned about the world. But today, with all the things going on in the world, this is what was bothering Les this morning. Yeah. I hope Katie Price sticks with Celebrity SAS, although she found the early challenges very tough. This is just the high-profile show she needs to put her back in the limelight. Who cares? Surely you're fan. not that bothered about it. Oh, obviously, clearly. Dance has just been adding to the Alan Brazil pub crawl board game. The listeners can weigh in as oh, well yeah. if they like uh, other other moves. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Dance, rather unkindly, says... Finish last in a beauty contest. Lose 50 pounds. Bit harsh. Bit harsh. <laughs> that's, you, that's you not sitting in on breakfast anytime soon. <laughs> uh, they, they were talking on breakfast this morning, Alan and uh, Ali McCoy. So they were talking about Jamie Vardy's 180-pound sliders from Gucci. I don't know if you saw that. I did and, see the picture, uh, yeah. He was doing his gardening in them, wasn't he? I mean, you yeah, know, that must be his old sliders. Really have... Oh, yeah, that's right. The gardening sliders. The old gardening true. sliders, yeah. <laughs> I thought about that. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with the slider as, as an entity. For me, it's like the flip-flop, the Havaiana, all those things. I'm not a fan it's of the best. Really. It's the bare toe. It's the male. You've got a thing about the male foot, haven't you, Andy? Have you got it's not a, have you got particularly not a bad feet thing. or good feet? I mean, no, you, I, mine, mine, you got I good feet for a small man or...? I think I have, but you know, let me not be the judge of that, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not a fan of that. I certainly wouldn't pay 180 quid. Later on, we're going to hear from Rugby League Man. We might be able to hear from him now. We've got time. Do you want to hear from we Rugby League Man now? I don't see why not. He, if it, can we, yeah, is Rugby was, League Man ready? Two seconds, he says. He's just getting two himself. Two seconds. He's quite method. He has to get himself in the moment. Well, why he, is he this, picked up some, 
because he picked up something in the uh, Louis Vuitton again, actually, in the maker of that famous slider, yeah. are offering a T-shirt for £1,130. It's a wow, yeah. It's I'm, a I'm sure Jamie Vardy does his uh, allotment in his, <laughs> I would imagine. But it's called, it's called the Six Grand Gardening Outfit. It goes with that, the T-shirt, the £3,200 jacket, and the £1,500 shorts. So rugby league man, I was a bit sort of sceptical, but I think he quite likes it. I'm not sure. Okay. Fashion giant Louis Vuitton has launched a t-shirt that sells for a staggering £1,130 and it's see-through. It's part of a £6,000 gardening outfit together with a £3,200 jacket and £1,500 shorts. Louis Vuitton even suggests rounding off the look with white wellies at £1,200 a pair. The high-end firm says of the exclusive T-shirt, this oversized piece makes a strong fashion statement with its airy, ethereal take on the classic monogram motif. It's crafted from five layers of lightweight tool fabric, whatever the heck that is, and all of them in different pastel shades. Louis Vuitton says its 1,200 quid wellies are a key look at the firm's spring-summer men's fashion launch. They're crafted from white calf leather and monogram embossed neoprene and interpret the season's gardening theme through their functional shape and treaded rubber outsoles. <laughs> there you go then, rugby well, league man. We often turn to for fashion. He's, I imagine he's yeah. missing the fashion shows at the moment, but and the oh, rugby yes. league, the of r- course, is double whammy for <laughs> both. Can't it's play, terrible. can't go at fashion shows, but um, <laughs> twelve hundred quid it. wellies. Yes, I think twill was the fabric he was talking about. Twill, <laughs> yeah, okay. What did he, what did he call it? <laughs> Too ill. Too ill. Okay. (laughs) He's too ill to even do it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Now, I think we may have touched uh, in the past on the World Sauna Championships. It's it's a very dangerous, um, we're calling it a sport. It's endurance, isn't it? Would you say it's sport, Andy? It's, it's pushing it, but it is it endurance. Probably is. So that's for sure. It's a well, It certainly is endurance, and, so and it's a world dangerous. championships. It is. Um, but th- this comes off the back of the uh, boss of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, making uh, claims that he often takes fifteen three-minute sessions in a hundred and four degrees uh, sauna. Um, a few scientists have said, "Well, I'm not sure about that." And <laughs> the perfect person to speak to really is someone who's experienced the world. Sauna Championship, uh, writing in the Times today, Tom Whipple. Good afternoon, Tom. Good afternoon. Hello. So, Tom, talk us through what, what you did in the World Championship, what, what, what you're expected to do when you, when you enter. So, I, I entered the World Sauna Championships in 2009. Um, I, I did it as a journalist. Um, I mean, from Britain, anyone can enter, but some, some countries take it extremely seriously, and they have, you know, the... the flag of Russia on their speedos and they train for it. I, I, I went in for a bit of fun. Um, but you enter it. It was in a town in Finland, mm-hmm. uh, which is obviously a very strong sauna culture. Um, and the idea is that you see how long you can stay in a sauna. Mine was at 110 degrees, which was just just slightly hotter than Jack Dorsey's that he claims he can spend 15 minutes in. Uh, and how is long it, did you uh, last? Oh. Can you tell us? How long did I last? Yeah. Um, it, it felt like an age. Um, 
So I, I, I sat in there. I'd been in an ice bath for 20 minutes beforehand. Um, I had, when I went into the sauna, they checked my hair wasn't wet in case it boiled. Um, I'd been warned that I would possibly get first-degree burns on my ears, but I'd also been told that wouldn't matter because what mattered is what hurts the most, and it wouldn't be your ears. And they were absolutely correct. As I sat in that sauna and the, uh, this invisible, malevolent cloud sort of descended from the top, um, it ended up that it was, it was the strangest experience of my life because you sort of become pain. All you can feel is pain. The past, the future disappears and are replaced by pain. Um, and eventually, so they knock on the glass every 30 seconds. Um, and if you don't give a thumbs up, they yank you out. Um, eventually, I just all I could think is I have to leave. And so I fled. And one of the most telling things is they employ bouncers on the stage and the bouncers are there to catch you because people will keep running until they fall off the stage uh, because you lose your mind. Anyway, uh, that's the long answer to your question. The short answer to your question as to how long I lasted is 50 seconds. (laughs) 50 seconds. Okay. I mean, mean, we, we should wonder if this is fake news from the Twitter boss because it wouldn't be the first time on Twitter. But the thing is that... Uh, this has a serious side to it, doesn't it? The, the, there was one chap who refused to give up his title and basically it was disastrous, wasn't it? So I was, so I was there in 2009. Um, that was the penultimate year this was held. The, um, the, the World Sauna Championships was just this. It was meant to be this fun, fun idea. It had been set up by the local tourism chief to get this small Finnish town on the map and it succeeded fabulously. Um, But people started taking it too seriously. When I was there in 2009, there was a Russian guy who was extremely keen to win. um, And he, there were (laughs) rumours, I mean, true left to national stereotype, there were rumours that he was cheating. Um, that he was covering himself in this special ointment. Um, And I went back to look at what I wrote about at the time, and I mentioned this special ointment. In 2010, he, um, he went in, and so the, the, I should say the winning time in 2009 was 3 minutes 30, so Jack Dorsey would have walked it. Um, <laughs> in 2010, he went in, and he sat down, and they subsequently established that he probably was wear, using painkillers and putting on a topical painkiller cream. Um, and he didn't leave. And the Finnish guy, who, as best I could tell, had based his entire personality about around being the best person at saunas in the world. Um, he was this amazing guy who strutted around with a mullet that looked like it could have been a roadie on a Metallica gig. <laughs> um, he refused to leave. So the two sat down. One of them the best sauna person in the world. The other person probably taking a lot of painkillers. Um, and they sat and four minutes passed and five minutes passed. At six minutes, they tapped on the glass and neither of them responded. Uh, so they pulled them out and they're basically cooked inside. Oh, the Russian guy God. died. Um, the, I should say this sounds... I, I, I got to know the guy who ran it quite well. And the reason why they used such hot saunas was on medical advice. Because the idea was that you would leave when you started getting burns on the outside rather than cooking on the inside. Um, so it was... You know, it was meant to be a short competition. But, yeah, at six minutes, they, they, they had to indu- medically induce coma for the Finnish guy, and he was in hospital for months. Um, but the, the the Russian guy just died, and it was 
It was, it was tremendously sad because this was, you know, this is like some Scandinavian towns that have wife throwing competitions or bog snorkeling in Yorkshire or something. You know, it was just meant to be fun. Um, but it, it shows that. So that was after six minutes. Six minutes is death. And it was just slightly hotter than Jack Dorsey's thing. So Jack Dorsey is either a uh, Superman or has confused Fahrenheit and Celsius. Yes, that's right. I mean, 104, 104 uh, centigrade, he said he sits in, uh, doesn't he? And uh, he, he then goes in, jumps in an ice bath for three minutes and then does the, the whole thing again. 15 minutes at 220 degrees Fahrenheit, he, he, he claims. Yeah, I mean, you can quite happily, that's, that's a slow cooker. You, you can cook meat at that and he's just meat. Oh, golly. Good golly, that's terrible, is it? Are you are you pining for the championships now they're not on? Sorry. <laughs> Am I pining for them? <laughs> I, I, I had enough. I was sent there because I was contractually obliged as a journalist to do it. Um, it was it was a, taken in the right spirit. It was a lot of fun. Um, the Finns take saunas very seriously, um, but this was this was an. A, an amusing event that was, it was a bit like they, they had a rock concert from a Van Halen tribute band. Um, we all had a good time in the north of Finland. And uh, as long as you weren't one of these teams that, as I say, had, you know, branded uh, national swimwear and, and sat down and really, really wanted to win this, it was a lot of fun. But uh, I, 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 speaking completely seriously, I feel tremendously sad for the tourism chief who set it up because... Yeah. It was not what he intended. It was not meant to be something that people took seriously. Got out of hand. Uh, Tom, thank you very much for sharing your memories. Tom, interesting stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Tom Whipple there from uh, The Times. And, uh, yes, old Jack Dorsey, as he said, Superman or getting his his, uh, timings wrong, I would imagine. So, Andy, we did mention earlier on that uh, (coughs) Goodmanson of uh, of Burnley has come up with a board game that he's put out in Iceland with a mate of his. It's like a football quiz. And we wondered if there was a board game. It was the Alan Brazil pub crawl board game that I think we'd all like to play in uh, lockdown. So uh, we're asking uh, most of the most of the listeners' suggestions do involve um, uh, his pronunciation of Greek words. Uh, that seems to be the cornerstone uh, of it. Uh, you find yourself in a Greek restaurant in Cheltenham Broadway after a particularly long day on course and asked to order from the menu. Uh, go back to the start, says uh, West Ham fan Paul in Carlisle. <laughs> That's good. You mispronounce a Greek slash Cypriot name. Go back two places. But if you pronounce it correctly, you get an extra go. The same goes for names like Triscothic, uh, says Tottenham Tim, sunning himself in the garden. And, um, yeah, mention Callaway. Get some free clubs, says Kelvin. In. Just, uh, <laughs> That's a going go, up. Go forward five squares. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. So, uh, thank you for all of those uh, this afternoon. The Allen Brazil pub quiz, uh, sorry, pub crawl board game we're trying to get off the ground. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Yes, it is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Just before we get underway, Andy, listening to Alex Dibble there talking about the return of the construction industry and he mentioned Taylor Wimpy and Bovis Holmes and I think they're both popping up in the NFL draft this evening. I don't know who's going to pick them up. But a big plan for Bovis. Like You've got to found Hey, Taylor Wimpy. Um, anyway, uh, this is the point of the show when um, we have a little quiz. And you can play along at home as well. Uh, the Moose is your quiz master. Good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon, boys. How are you? Not too bad. Can I just Good kick stuff. off first by saying I was looking at some of your, um, your garden skills session yesterday, you and the family. Me too. And uh, the missus... Um, 
she beat you to it. I know you were trying to, there was a box sitting on a plinth in a goal and you had to knock it off. And she did it before you did, but it was a bit David Neary. It was a proper old toe poke she put on it. Yeah, she, she just toe pumps it all the time. I mean, you know. Well, it's effective. She's getting loads of credit here. She's getting loads of credit here for that and also the crossbar challenge. Which did crossbar that. challenge. But, uh, but uh, her, uh, she's laughing alongside me. Her, um, <laughs> her, her technique is just to, to toe pump it. I mean, I'm, oh. I, I'm trying to be precise. I'm trying to actually, you know, sort of curl the ball or, you know, caress it. You know? Yeah. There's no, there's no finesse or anything with my wife. It's just bang. Well, it had the same, no, no, had the same result, style. though, didn't it? That's right. It's old school. It's an old school. It's but old it, school. If it, if it yeah, works, it works. Ahead. Don't knock it. You should try toe punting it yourself. You might have a bit more success. Absolutely. Well, this afternoon, I've got some um, some, some sports I'm going to do out in the garden. And I think I'm guaranteed to win against my opponent. I can't give too much away. Okay. But I think my opponent, I'll be amazed if my opponent beats me this afternoon. Fair enough. All right, it's we'll not look boxing, out for that. is it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry? It's not Tyson boxing, Fury's is it? coming round. Yeah, so... No, no, um, no, yeah, no. Yeah, I suppose it, there's no boxer that's had a, six, a two metre reach. I mean, that's the only way you could say you could socially distance in boxing. You'd need somebody... Tommy Hearns. Tommy Hearns must have pretty... Somebody with long arms. Okay, anyway, let's leave that. Um, so how... Just explain, for those who haven't heard it, how golden years might, might work. Okay, so I've got around... 20, 25,000 programs, um, magazines, and, and, you know, just sort of my, I, every now and again, I look, I look through them, and certainly over the last month, I've been looking through them a lot, and um, I thought what would be a good idea would be to, every week, get a couple of programs, go through what's on the inside, some of those who are competing, and see if you could work out what the year was. It's just a bit of fun. I mean, there's no, there's no prizes to be given away. Um, and we'll just to see how, how you do. I think Paul's on top at the moment, though. Paul's gets more of the years than you, Andy. Really? I thought. Well, I, thought yeah. we were, I thought we were kind of level pegging. I've not been keeping. No, score, no, I, thought, but, I think last. I think. I think last week Andy missed one of them by a few years. Thought it was 1980, and it was 1977. Oh, England, Italy, okay. Yeah. All right then. Well, it's just, just a bit of fun. So you didn't. You didn't. You didn't put that in. Don't ask me, did you? <laughs> no, that's true. No. That's <laughs> true. But he's going, he's going to start looking at them now. I can't, of course. But anyway, <laughs> or maybe I will. Uh, who knows? So, okay, then we crack on then. What, what have we got first? Okay, so the first program I've got isn't football, okay? Yeah. But it is a very historic program because the first time this competition took place outside of England or America, okay? So that's a bit of a clue for you. Um, one of the competitors is Bernard Langer, and it was his ninth co- time he was taking part in this competition. So you might already be working out what yeah. the competition is. Uh, yeah. Tiger Woods and Lee Westwood are both taking part for the first time. Now, it was held in Spain, and a couple of the holes that are mentioned in the program, the third hole on this particular um, golf course, El Tunnel. Can you guess what that's called in English? The uh, Tunnel. Uh, the Tunnel. <laughs> the Tunnel. Well well done, Andy. <laughs> Feel free just, just shout out the entire answer. Don't be, don't be shy. Um, the, eight, the eighth hole, which is the shortest on the course, is called mm-hmm. El Bunker. Do we know what that's translated as? I'll have, Ooh, I'll have a punt. That's tricky. Uh, is Go it on, a fairway? <laughs> no, poor unlucky on that one. Andy, want to come in on that one? Yeah, I'll say Bunker. Bunker, very good. Andy. Yeah, very, very good. good indeed. Extra bonus point there. So <laughs> Extra good. <laughs> and up. this, of course, you are indeed. And this, of course, meant uh, an awful lot, this, this competition, the, the Ryder Cup we're talking about, uh, to Seri Ballesteros. So do you know where, where it's being held? Do you know what the course is? is it, uh, was it Valderrama? Oh. Valderrama, yeah. Very, 
Mm-hmm. Very good. And and at the back of the of the this particular program, which by the way stretches to I would guess well over three hundred and twenty pages, um, there's a piece in it by a guy called Dan Jenkins. Now he's been covering golf major events for forty years, and he's asked a question in here. I've noticed a Swede on the European team. It was Per Johansson actually. Mm. Uh, when did Sweden become part of Europe? I always thought it was part of Scandinavia. And in his answer, he goes on and on, but he puts at the end, Sweden is certainly part of Europe. You can practically swim there from Hamburg. <laughs> Only if you're very, 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 very good. Swimmer. Blimey. But anyway. If you haven't already got the year, I have hmm. an uh, audio clue. Have you just Don't shout out, but have you got the year yet or not? Uh, I've, I've written a year down. I'm in the ballpark, but I can't think, obviously, of the sequence of... I'm just trying to okay. think back to the sequence and whether... Okay, well, yeah. Derby... Derby County moved to Pride Park in this year, but their first game with Wimbledon was abandoned because of floodlight failure, which didn't, didn't go very well. And this was, without doubt, the major news story of this particular year. We have reports from Paris that Diana, Princess of Wales, has been killed in a car accident and that her partner, Dodie Fired, has also been killed. Blimey, Moose, so that's what a was bit the year? dark. Oh, I thought you might pass the number one. Can you come up with a tune or something? the number one. Brought us all down there. We're all, yeah, we're all sitting here in lockdown. <laughs> a, You're giving us a right lift, aren't you? Oh, yeah, tremendous. <laughs> God, dear me. Well, it was a bit... Little Mr. Sunshine. It was the biggest It was the biggest oh. historical event of the year. I thought it might give you a clue. Yeah, well, it does. I mean, it gives me... I, I was, I was well, about to say... It gives me the tells me. I was yeah. trying to think of the sequence and thinking back, and I was going to say 98, but it's obviously, I think it's 97. I don't know what Andy thinks it is. Yeah, it's 97, obviously. 97, that's yeah. the, I wouldn't have said that if you hadn't given us that terrible clue. But it was a good clue, but a terrible clue. <laughs> I probably clue would have said 98, time. actually, so I got that, got that yeah. wrong. So, I mean, although it was a bit dark, it, it did ultimately give us, give us the answer. So, we're oh, well. right, I take it, aren't we? Yes, 1997 was, of course, the year. Absolutely. Sorry, the, the producer thought it was a good clue. I mean, he okay. thought it was... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his judgment isn't always spot on, to be <laughs> really honest. He saying in my ear, I thought nothing of the sort. But it doesn't matter, Moose. It's gone. The moment's gone now. We just, we, 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 he's hanging you out to dry, but there we are. So, okay, okay, fair then. enough, fair enough. Well, well, well there we, we go. Right, are, we, are we back to okay, the Okay, terrible second. disaster have you got for us now? <laughs> 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 no, 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 not, not well. Actually, yeah, the clue, the clue doesn't bode well. Actually, but we'll get on to it in a minute. Right, oh, second is, is football. Back, back to, <laughs> back to football. Um, it's a program where Sir Chips Keswick, the chairman of Arsenal, is writing. Yeah. So you'll, you'll guess where, where who the home team are here. Mm-hmm, yeah. And he writes about Arsene Wenger signing a new contract. He says Arsene is an integral part of our future plans, and he also points to um, their first arrival. Uh, coming in that summer being Alexis Sanchez. So that gives, might give you a clue to the year. Ooh. Okay, yeah. It might. Uh, some of the players who are taking part, uh, I'll give you some of the Arsenal team who are taking part. Yaya Sonogo was in the squad. Uh, so too was Santi Cazorla. And let me pick one other name out for you that might help you. Oh, yes, Lucas Podolski. And up against yeah. Arsenal in, in this particular uh, uh, game, or shall we say, uh, we'll get Bernardo Silva was involved and also Radamel Falcao. Okay. So have you any idea what the game is, first of all? I'll, t- I'll see if you're right or wrong. Uh, Fal- Fal- European, it must be a it must be a European game if Falcao and is David it? Silva are playing together. 
Yes. The clue might the clue might have been right at the beginning when I said that Arsene Wenger had just signed a new deal and Alexis Sanchez had just joined is the club. Is it Arsenal or Monaco? Um, is it Monaco? Monaco is... I'm, I'm going to give you it, Paul. It was actually, because I've been a bit naughty here, it was the Emirates Cup. So Monaco was one team and ah. Benfica was oh, the ben, other. Oh, sorry, Benfica. Oh, I see. Yeah, you did okay. throw us there. Yeah, so yeah. They, they played Monaco I, on one day and they've gone. I'd say... Have you got a musical clue or some terrible clue for us? I, I, I have, <laughs> have you got to get somebody? Yeah. The Reaper. I have got, <laughs> I have got a ter- terrible clue number two oh, on this no. great okay. quiz coming up. Here we go. And now Rooney. He's got Sturridge going. Matthew can get there. Okay, so that's uh, that's a world yeah. <clears throat> it's a World Cup year. So um, yeah, that's that's a good clue because I was a year out before. But uh, okay. So Andy, enough. I think we're going for the same. What are you going for? Two thousand and fourteen. Yes, yeah, so am I. Two thousand and fourteen, Moose. It it was when England crashed out embarrassingly in the first stage of, of the World Cup in Brazil. Yeah. But still, I got I got I got six weeks on, on Copacabana Beach, so that was that was it wasn't all bad. Yeah, yeah. can't be bad, really, can it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> should well, stay tuned because so, we're, we're, I was going to say we, Moose, Ian should stay tuned because we're doing we're starting our Russian road trip today so oh yeah I'm we're sure going back to the you'll probably get that. your ears must, might be burning we are going back to uh, the, the Russian road I don't know what's it's day one of, of us in uh, in Moscow wasn't it so we're going to be playing well, the, the best from the, the archive the, the best memory I have of that with you two guys was the day when you told me you wanted me to go and find the cake shop. And I was thinking, I mean, off the back of trying to find a greengrocer, which was nigh on impossible. So I, I literally slapped around half of Moscow and I found this incredibly amazing cake shop. I'll try and find a picture and put it on yeah. uh, online. But it was it, that, it, um, that was the, the best uh, thing you asked me to do in that. Yeah, that's a tough, yeah, tough gig for you, I understand. Well. Now, just very yeah. quickly, I noticed you've been doing a bit of sky, uh, stargazing. You were out last night looking at, you know, everything. Because yes. there's, there's very few aircraft in the sky and everything is very, very clear at the moment. You were out there last night. Um, and what, what did you spot, Moose? You sent out a picture. What did you spot? Okay, so I, I, I'm, not, I'm no Patrick Moore, okay? Yeah. I, you know, one of... One of, I did actually want to be an astronaut or a journalist. It was one of the two when I was growing up. Really? So, but, <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they couldn't find a rocket big enough for me. Um, <laughs> well, <but> anyway, that's <laughs> true. Even my, even my daughter's laughing at that one. Um, but, yeah, so, so I looked above my house last night, and I saw this light in the sky. And I said yeah. to my wife, that, that, my dear, is the North Star. And I took mm-hmm. a picture, and I put it on, on Twitter. And yeah. I looked about an hour later, and everyone tells me, actually, it wasn't the North Star. It was the planet Venus. Yeah, you were looking west. You were looking west at the North Star. (laughs) How how was I meant to know? A, I don't know where the North is. And and B, (laughs) B, how am I meant to know the difference between Venus and the North Star? I mean, it's not like they've got a little signpost next to them, is it? Well, you did tweet out, there's the North Star. So, you know, on that basis, you obviously did, you know, you did think you knew. But, uh, look, keep up the good work, Moose. We can join the quiz. Uh, Maybe keep it light. That's all I would say next week, maybe. Sorry. Keep it light. Um, And uh, we'll catch up with you then. Thanks very much. No worries. There we are. A rather ghoulish start to uh, the golden years. (laughs) This year, the Titanic. He's well, no, the great, year is 1912. He's going to start homing in on all these years where terrible things happened. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Sport. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Been raiding the archive throughout lockdown and taking you back to some of the uh, tournaments. Been very fortunate to uh, go to with uh, TalkSport. We've been in France. We've been in Brazil. And now... Uh, 2018 in Russia. This was uh, how the show kicked off on uh, day one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, I have to tell you, actually, before we start, I may not be here by the end of the show. Is because, that right? Uh, yeah, the management discovered I signed for Classic FM last week, and they, they, they want to send me home. Is this a, a kind of little bit of satire that's not quite working on Lopetegui, <laughs> yeah, the Spanish exactly manager? what it is. Okay. And if I do go, I'm going to be replaced by the Russian radio presenter, Mike Gorky Parry. That's, oh, that's nice. That, that, <laughs> we like that one, certainly. Uh, Andy has just said the most stupid thing yes, I have. in the history of stupid. We, uh, one, we had a, you're going to hear from Nick a little bit later, and he's just gone off to the stadium with his family for yeah. the game. He's very excited. Very excited, yeah. And uh, he came over and he said, have you learned any Russian since you've been here? He said, well, not very much. So sort of please and thank you and stuff. He said, okay, let me, he was teaching us a chant, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Rasia. 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 And Andy said, what does that mean? <laughs> well, you what, know. What does that mean? <laughs> I didn't understand. Can what I have 20 Benson and Edges? It doesn't mean that. <laughs> does it? You know? So anyway, uh, that, yeah. that'll be the chant you'll be hearing a lot of in the stadium. It's beautiful to be here in Moscow. There's no yeah. question about it. It's a World Cup. It's everything that we thought it would be. Um, people have been so nice. And despite all the scare stories, you know who you are who wrote them. Uh, you know, well, it's true. We haven't been beaten up. We haven't had to well, round. I mean, it's, it's very early days. Well, we haven't had to round up any stray dogs, and people have been very nice to us. I might beat you up, yeah. <laughs> up to about two and a half weeks. Well, you might find possible. it won't get. Yeah, it won't come from the from the home <clears> crowd. 
So it's been a, it's been a quite eventful so far. We got to the airport and uh, we found our producer John John Cadigan yeah. uh, exchanging money at the worst possible place. Oh yeah, and we worked Do out. You know the thing they always say about <laughs> don't change the money at the airport. I know, brilliant. I think you basically <laughs> owed them money by the end of it. Didn't you, you got seventy nine because you're very good at this. I got seventy seven. Seventy nine and a half. I oh, so I got seventy seven point two. Okay, what and did he John sixty seven. Yeah. Pretty poor. Says money won't go far. So that was a schoolboy error from yeah. someone who is still right. technically a schoolboy. Well, that's true. Let's yeah. be honest. He had to check the broadcast kit in, and it was bigger than him. Let's it be was. Honest. That's why he said he, he could stay in that case. And he's taken to this uh, not wearing his glasses. Yeah. With some mad. Yeah. Maybe theory. the listeners can clear this up. He has. A, yeah. He's a man that needs glasses. Yeah. But he's refusing to wear them because he thinks. It's like a gymnasium for his eyes. So as long as he doesn't wear them, as long as he rages against the dying, he keeps of the, losing us. He's him dying of the sight. The distance. Yeah, and so he can't see. And he wanders around. Yeah. yeah. So is that true? If you if you put off well, wearing glasses, I have heard you, that before. I imagine actually. it damages no, no, your no. eyes, doesn't it? Well, I don't know. I think that's. I mean, you've got the worst eyesight. Well, that's in the world. True. I so. have actually. I can't see anything. But uh, you know, I'm, especially my glasses are very scratched at the moment. Okay. But I'm gonna I'm gonna soldier through. What else has happened? Jose Mourinho was on our plane. He was. He was. That's right. In business, believe it or not. He, he, was, was, yeah. he was sitting up the front of the plane. As was a bloke we call Russian David Meller. Ah, ah, yeah, ah, da, etc. Yeah, that's it, yep. <laughs> and not me. And, uh, oh, John was very unlucky, actually, because he must be the only person to have been in Moscow for sort of two days and not see Red Square. Yeah, that's true. We couldn't get in there last he hasn't night. Seen some said, he hasn't been able to put that photo on Instagram that everybody's done. And that's where everybody's means. congregating yeah. at the moment. Uh, we've seen videos, haven't we, from the centre of Red Square and all the fans are there are sort of dancing in the streets and yeah. getting right into it. You've got to blame Placido Domingo. Though. Yeah, that's right. He, uh, he had a gig there last night and uh, security was tight. So I don't know if he's a target, but I, said, I wouldn't think so. But he I mean, just loves a free ticket from FIFA, that fella. He does. He always rocks up. He I loves did, his football. I did curse him. We, we did genuinely go to Jamie's Italian. We just needed something where to eat quickly. And, it, you know, look, well, we knew what we'd get. It wasn't very Russian, really, let's be honest. I've not, I've, do you know what? I've not been to one in, in the UK uh, before. <laughs> really? so the first time I've ever been to one was, was actually, I don't think I have. But I used the facilities there. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if it's a kind of Jamie's great joke on the Russian people or he does it everywhere, but... In the facilities, they've got the kind of old pull handle toilet yeah, flush, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he's got this very kind of ornate uh, engraved cistern, and it's got Thomas Crapper and Sons, uh, something like that yeah, on it. Really? So he's, he's properly gone for well, it. You know, I don't know if it's something he does all over Perhaps the world. Perhaps he's a relation. Well, I wouldn't think so, no. <laughs> okay, next. And we, got, uh, we were offered complimentary ketchup. I've never had that before. Yeah, that's I right. Mean, you know, normally it's free anyway, so <laughs> they said, here is your complimentary ketchup. Yeah, that's right. Like my Russian accent. That's, that's very good. Yeah, it's it? really coming on. <laughs> and uh, uh, breakfast wasn't great either, wasn't it? Let's be honest. It wasn't fantastic. Not a stunner, no. No, John had a dry roll and a specimen sample-like apple juice. <laughs> That's right. Which I actually thought was a urine sample when you came back. I was about to thought you'd got diabetes or something. Been a very old glass you put it in. <laughs> but we do use the, the translator. That's very, very uh, handy. We should, the good people at Microsoft, they don't get a great deal of publicity these days. <laughs> That's true. But, they need the uh, money. But, uh, yeah, I mean, their translator has proved very useful, although... Yeah. Uh, earlier on, Andy wanted to ask whether chips came Does with his burger. Does it come with fries? I Does it, it come with... The only problem is that um, by the time he keyed it in, <laughs> opened the app, keyed in, does it come with fries? <laughs> Somebody who spoke English had wandered over the bar and we'd yeah. establish it came with fries. Yeah, so, uh, You've got to key it in quicker, Andy. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. It's a shame. Now, it's, uh, we're looking to keep in touch while we're over here. We've set up a little WhatsApp group oh, amongst yes, ourselves, right, yeah. the producer and uh, our uh, head of football who's coming out to go on the road with us for Russia, and uh, Andy named it, 
And as we often get together when we do Cheltenham as a bit of a road trip, <laughs> you've called the WhatsApp group Ruble Walsh. After the famous Russian jockey. That's right. Tremendous. Ruble Walsh, the famous uh, Russian jockey. And I do do an impersonation, but I'll save it till we get to Sochi, and which is twinned with Cheltenham. Of course it is. That's right. But more on that uh, a little bit nearer the time. Hmm. But uh, we wonder what the Russian word for horse was. Hmm. And uh, we put it into our old mate Microsoft Translate. Yeah, good old Mike. And it comes out as something that sounds... Very much like the, the unwanted byproduct <laughs> of the horse. So this is the translation of the word horse into yeah, Russian. It is. Or maybe it oh, Yeah, okay. It does sound, let's hear it once again. Oh, yeah, so well. you say something like, that was complete and utter. Oh, it did, see? Well, that's true. complete and utter horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we are then. Oh, there we are, caught us unawares there. Yeah, that was um, the day yeah, one of... Of Russia, and uh, we'll have a little mm. road trip unfolding to Sochi, and <clears throat> and uh, where else do we go to? Um, Kaliningrad, and uh, yeah, Kaliningrad, Portsmouth, basically. Kaliningrad. Nothing wrong with Portsmouth, but uh, that's what it was like. Um, so um, that's all coming up. Portsmouth. We should no, it wasn't as nice. It definitely wasn't as nice as Portsmouth. <laughs> we'll bring you. Don't rush. I won't be rushing back. So. Uh, yeah. To Kaliningrad, not Russian. Nothing wrong with Russia. But, well, that's a long story. Let's, let's get out of this. <laughs> Trevor Ronnie, Brookie. Not Ronnie Corbett. So, <laughs> the producer. Uh, the producer's just about to fire off Striker, uh, which is uh, okay. Steve Bruce's murder mystery. Um, we should just bring you a quick recap, because Steve Barnes, the manager of Lettersford Town, this book is written by the Newcastle manager, Steve Bruce, honestly, and given to us uh, by Ian Danter. He's in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Am I under arrest? Not yet, Sergeant Widdison said, and there was menace in his voice. You don't like Eddie Carberry, do you? I don't like him, I don't dislike him. Outside of the club, well, we're not friends. In my words and my actions in the last five minutes, I'd proved to Shannon and Widdison that I was capable of bad temper. I had done nothing to be ashamed of. Certainly, I had not put a knife in young Pat Duffy's back. I'll make it look as good as I can, Steve, Harry said. Who do you think did it? Eddie? I shook my head. Yeah, he's not happy with his assistant manager, Eddie Carberry. I think that uh, unfolds now in a new episode. Here we go. We're just about to leave, Eddie Carberry said. Good. Come straight back to the stadium, I commanded. And look bloody sharpish. I slammed the telephone down into his cradle. That was a mistake. In my words and my actions in the last five minutes, I'd proved to Shannon and Widdison that I was capable of bad temper. That both had noticed this, I did not doubt. The chairman wants to speak to you, Steve. Again? Alone. He's been fuming all morning. I could well understand why Chief Inspector Shannon had been a bit short with Sir Lawrence earlier. He'd come close to telling the chairman to go away and wait his turn for an interview. Sir Lawrence does not take kindly to such behaviour, no matter how politely it's presented. Tell him to give me 15 minutes, I said. Julie pulled a face. He's been very patient, Steve. Yes, and so have Harry Pickles and the boys and girls from the fourth estate. The fourth what? The press, I smiled. That was something I learned at school. Which school did you attend? Shannon asked, ever inquisitive. A comprehensive in Newcastle, I told him. Do you want to know my final results? He shook his head and almost smiled. 
I was pleased he didn't take me up on the matter of GCSEs past. My results were not the best in the school. Mind you, there must be many of my schoolmates who wish they'd made it in senior soccer. I spoke first to Harry Pickles. He was full of good sense and sympathy. I told him what had happened. Again, I told it exactly like it was. No embellishments, no spinning or twisting. I had done nothing to be ashamed of. Certainly, I had not put a knife in young Pat Duffy's back. I'll make it look as good as I can, Steve, Harry said. Thanks, Harry. I shan't forget. Who do you think did it? Eddie? I shook my head. Off the record, Harry. Sure, he replied. Eddie's a jealous man. When I came here, he saw himself being made redundant again. At his age, that's a hard pill to swallow. But murder, Harry? I shook my head once more. Eddie? I can't believe it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport now, like uh, all comedians. Uh, Jake Lambert, of course, cannot go out and uh, do gigs in clubs at the moment, but uh, he, he retains a presence on social media, and um, he's doing some good stuff. And uh, he supports Spurs, and he joins us now. Jake, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, we're good, thank you. Good. I mean, I, I, I was good. reading a little biography of him. You were kind of... You kind of broke out, if you like, from Twitter, didn't you? That was your kind of route into standing, being funny online, and then and taking it onto the stage. Yeah, I was um, I was doing a, a job that I um, I found really boring, so I started uh, tweeting whilst I was at work to keep me entertained, and then like just writing jokes, and then um, so, uh, people started following me, and then uh, some comedians started messaging me asking if they could buy the jokes off of me. Right. Um, which I don't know does was a thing. So I, I started selling them, and then I thought I might as well just do this myself. And so I started doing <laughs> it myself, and now I do. Brilliant. But, um, because of what's happened, obviously I've, I've gone back to the start, so now I've just gone back to tweeting again because I've got nothing else. <laughs> it's it's it's, um, it's gone. I was going to just say that it's um it's interesting that, that it would work like that. You'd have a presence online and, and, and be getting laughs and, and, and people would want... It's a kind of big leap, isn't it? I mean, from doing it online, being funny on paper to going out doing your own material and then it's all about the way you sell it and the way you perform in front of a crowd. Did it work uh, straight off, Jake? Um, oh, that's going to sound awful if I say yes, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. You're but it yes, was... okay, good. <laughs> but, but yes. At least I'm, I'm aware it sounded awful. But, you obviously um, knew the, it, the material was good because people were established comedians were buying it. So you obviously had a pretty, had, you know, if it exactly. was exactly, yeah. Otherwise, my, you were taking money was. under false pretenses from all those comics with <laughs> yeah, gags yeah. dying on their backside every night. <laughs> well, yeah, I was, I was only sending them the worst ones. Yeah, of but course. I, um, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> what I was worried about was because what what used to happen? As if, do you remember like Sycopedia? Um, do you remember that website? Oh and yeah, it would, yeah. Like it would, it would, it would steal people's jokes and it would pass them off as its own. Mm. So a load of mine would get taken. So then I was worried that I would start doing my own jokes and then people would come up to me and think that I'd stolen them off of myself. Yeah. But, um, but it turned out they, they hadn't reached as many people as I thought. So I was absolutely fine. What was, uh, what was the job that you did? Can you say? <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, 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 no, it was just, it was just boring. It was just so interesting. Okay. But I, um, yeah, I'm, quite intrigued, I'm still friends with some of them. 
Ah, okay. Well, they'll oh, know that you've said it's boring. They'll know it's you, so you might as well tell everybody, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, see, I see. Come. Sorry, Jake, what was it? Okay. Uh, it, it was basically it was some editing job, but right. it was just. I, I, I did film at uni, mm. so I wanted to be like a, a video editor. And obviously, I, had, I imagined that would be cool working on films and TV. But it ended up just making um, adverts for Johnson and Johnson. So, oh, okay. um, yeah, so I really named it now. You asked though, but um, well, Alan, it was just really boring. There's only so much you can edit ask. a video of talc. Alan Parker, <laughs> but, uh, the great Alan Parker, was making videos for Birdseye. I mean, you know, lots of the great advertising filmmakers <laughs> started out making adverts. Uh, you're right. Yeah, there was. Who did the Hovis one? That oh, was, okay. um, that was a Ridley big Scott, as well. wasn't it? Martin Ridley Scorsese's, Martin Scorsese's home, home, uh, Hovis ad would have been fantastic. It's quite it's a scary one with Scott. Joe Pesci on a bike. That would have been good, wouldn't it? That would have seen well, mind you, Robert De Niro was only doing bread a couple of months ago. He was, he? yeah. Was, he, that, was that's, that Warburton's, yeah. Yeah, he'd, he'd probably be up for that. Uh, something I've seen you doing online, it looks like you've kind of kicked this off, this sort of chain novel amongst comedians, the idea that you write a couple of chapters and then it kicks on yes. to another comedian who continues the book. That's a very good, was this your idea? Yeah, it was, yeah. So every, everybody kept saying that they were going to take this time to write a book. Mm. So I, um, I wrote the first <clears throat> chapter of a book and then, uh, and then I got bored. So I thought, well, if I got other people to write it for me, it, would, uh, it might be a bit more interesting. So um, I just tweeted it. It's called uh, An Unlikely Tale. Mm. So I, d- I did the first chapter. And then we've had um, Tom Allen. Uh, we've had Ramesh Ranganathan, uh, Josh Widdicombe. And we had um, Adam Kay. Do you know Adam Kay? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. He did, the, um, he did the This Is Going To Hurt, the, the Junior Doctor book. So when yeah. he came and did a, a chapter, mm. we've had um, Sean Walsh. It's been really good. So... Uh, Mark Steele, I think, just did the last one. And we've got uh, Marcus Brigstock doing the next. But it's um, it's taken off. And it's, it happened. It started with me reaching out to comedians to ask if they would do it. But now it's comedians asking me if they can do the next one. So it's got <laughs> a lot easier. And you probably had an idea of the way the story was going to pan out, having done the first chapter. So um, has, it, has it gone in a slightly different direction? Yeah, it's gone in all sorts. It's sort of <laughs> at some point it sort of became like a biography for a comedian, mm. and then it ended up being some sort of nineties weird drug trip, and then it ended up with a time tra- traveling submarine. So um, yeah, I mean it would have been weird if I'd predicted that. So it, it's gone off on its own little journey, but it's good fun, and you can you can get a good taste of the comedian's style just from reading it. If that makes sense, how their minds work. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'm just looking at your website and uh, your tour dates. You're supporting the brilliant Kerry Godleman, of course, is going to be appearing in Afterlife. Uh, certainly was yep. in the first series, I'd imagine. It should be in the second series as well. Uh, that hasn't been called off yet. These are June dates. To, so are you sort of optimistic that these might happen? I know it's impossible to say, I suppose. No, that, um, that's the, uh, <laughs> the guy who runs my website. Um, you have to speak to him. He's probably just forgot to take them off. Oh, okay. I think, um... okay fair enough. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I'm not expecting to gig until... I don't know, actually. I was supposed to be... Me and uh, Ramesh actually were supposed to go to Dubai um, in March, and I think mm. they've moved that till October. But I don't know. I'm, I'm not expecting to gig anytime soon. But, um, I mean, if, they, if they're on there still as June, maybe you know something I don't. 
But I would imagine it's just him forgetting to take them down. Uh, have okay, you done any enough. online uh, yeah. gigs, Jake? Have you been doing any of those? I mean, I suppose from a comedian's oh. point of view, you know, you're not you're not getting audience feedback. But you know, you've just got to hope. That I'm exactly. sure they are out there laughing. But have you tried that yet? Um, no, I've been I've been offered a few, but I've turned them all down because I feel like um, you just you sort of become like a vlogger or a YouTuber, just sort of playing to silence. Mm. And um, I'm sure there's some comedians that are used to playing to silence, but luckily I'm not one of them. So I. But, um... <laughs> Do you want to name oh, no, names? I, just... <laughs> 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 I gave you Johnson and Johnson. That's enough. yeah, that's it. But yeah, I, that's um... fair enough. Mm. I'll, I'll wait until, well, apparently June, <laughs> but I'll, um, I'll wait until I've got a live audience again, I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you're a Tottenham fan, yeah, is this right? Just, um, what's that, sorry? You're a Spurs fan, we're told. Oh, yes, I am, yes. So um, I can't believe my luck with that being being cancelled, obviously. Yeah, we're that's a, a terrible the season. only upside of this, really, um, at yeah. the moment. Yeah. But um, I've been watching, you know, they've got Amazon are doing the documentary, The All or Nothing. Hmm following Tottenham yeah. I've been watching those on Amazon as they followed the other ones like the NFL ones they did and um, yeah. a lot of the teams seem to have a terrible season when the camera crew are around <laughs> so I think maybe that's the curse and we'll be alright next time yeah it could be yeah. and even st- probably starting with Sunderland you know I suppose everything, that was the, the one that sort of kicked exactly. it off exactly yeah, yeah. pear shape for them for but, two um, seasons yeah um, I mean I don't know what's going to happen the whole season was a write off for us uh, yeah. way before everyone else so um we're, we're used to this, to be honest. We can't wait for next season anyway. Absolutely. Well, one of you two are Spurs fans, is that right? I am, I am Jake. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder. Oh, yeah. yeah. As I said, I've... Uh, oh, are you? It was quite... A, it, it was a blessed release, basically, <laughs> from my point of view. But, uh, oh, I'm sure I'm, we'll all we'll be delighted when it's back. But look, we've run out of time, but good to talk to you. And uh, we look oh, forward yeah, to seeing too. you back gigging and we'll catch up with you again. It'd be nice to come and, come and see us in the studio when, when life is back to normal. We'll catch up with you then. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Lovely. Take, right, care. take care. Thanks, Jake. Good to speak to you. Bye. Bye. There we are. Jake Lambert there, a comedian, possibly working in June. Possibly not. We don't know. <laughs> no. Um, but, uh, yeah, good good, good to talk to him. Uh, and he, that, yeah, that, that little novel is a really good idea. If you want to go and check it out on his uh, Twitter feed, you'll see the other comedians who are adding chapters to that. It's like Consequences, it? really, isn't it? Yeah. The old kids' games, a version yeah. of that. It's a good idea. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From TalkSport. There we are. Uh, that was this afternoon's show. We'll be returning tomorrow at 1. We'll have Clips of the Week, Martin Kelman, oh, and lots of other bits and pieces besides. <laughs> nearly had it whining noise here. I'm looking at Andy on House Party as we do this little link to the podcast. And he's got his kind of electric tennis racket out that he takes flies out with. And he's, he's like a sort of demented Novak Djokovic waving this racket around trying to get trying to get this fly. Did you get fly it? I just nearly it flew across me. I thought I was going to have it there, but uh, defeated me again. How long has he been three. in the house? Has he been there for a while? Oh, about yeah, three or four days. I can't get rid of it. Moved. He's practically you're going to start charging him rent. Fantastic. Okay. As long as he social distances, I don't care. Good. Okay, uh, well, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks for uh, listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.